You're listening to Good Business, a podcast that inspires business leaders to continue their pursuit of success while still maintaining their values. If you want to be more successful and gain valuable insight from seasoned business leaders, then you're in the right place. And this podcast was designed for you. My name is Clay Vaughn, and I'm best known as the CEO of Reverent, a full-service agency that helps business leaders market their business and share their story. I'm sitting down with leaders from every industry to hear their process, the lessons they've learned, and how they've been able to achieve the success every leader hopes for. So today is going to be a little bit different than what you've heard the past few episodes. Today I have a special guest, Robert Rourke. He is a good friend and a fine human being. If you ask him, he, in fact, the very first time I met him in person, I asked him, so so what do you do? And he said, I'm just a guy. And yes, he is just a guy, but he's been a very successful guy in business, uh, in the oil and gas space. He has done very well in the real estate space. Um, And so when you ask him about who he is, he'll say he's just a guy, but in reality, he is a a man that when he starts to talk, you should listen. And he certainly would never say that, but he has a lot of wisdom and a lot of knowledge and certainly a lot of experience in success in business. And so I feel like it's a real treat to have him here today. So he really is a humble man. And frankly, that's really hard to find. And so I look up to Robert quite a bit, which is one of the reasons I asked him to join us on this episode. So today we're going to talk about what Robert has been up to the past, really the past year. Uh, He has launched a brand new book series with his co-founder, Kevin Killingsworth, and they are by far the dynamic duo. They have done a fantastic job creating the Conserva Kids book series. It's a really great series that is designed and written um, for the purpose of just teaching kids under the age of 11 the importance of family values, of patriotism and courage and honor and faith. And so all of those are considered hot button topics now, but would have been more centrist views about, I don't know, five minutes ago. And so I just love the the values aspect of what Robert and his crew are pushing. Robert is a dad just like me. And he really just wants to raise his kids to love America and to love the America that we have been blessed to live in, Um, whether you're 20 years old or uh, close to 100 years old. And so when we dive into this topic today, we're going to be talking about the importance of investing where your values are. Um, uh, Robert is a man of many talents. He is a wise investor and uh, he is what I would like to say, well diversified. Uh, from everything he's shared with me, he loves the the special passion projects and um, going in on projects with friends. Um, he's, he's also very wise. Uh, so he knew going into this that it was going to be an uphill battle. Um, and uh, so, so the simple fact is that Um, He's learned a lot, and he's going to share that with us on this episode today. Um, But also, we've we've seen a different side of our world uh, through this effort, as Reverent Media has partnered with the Conserva Kids to get uh, the message out there. And Robert is not one to shy away from 
um, investing. He's he's not one to be afraid to invest. Uh, he chose to to partner with the uh, folks at Daily Wire, and Ben Shapiro did an exclusive video just about the conservative kids. I highly encourage you check it out. Uh, I'll be sure to include a link to the video in this uh, description. But what I would just encourage you all to consider as you enjoy this conversation that Robert and I have is how are you as a entrepreneur, as a business investor, maybe you're the leader of a nonprofit, how are you willing to sacrifice for the sake of your values? Robert is, and Robert's going to share why. And I really hope you enjoy our conversation. I sure did. Robert, I would love for you to just introduce yourself. Tell us what Conservakids is, and, uh, and we can dive on into the conversation. Sure, Clay. Thanks for having me on. It's an honor to be here uh, chatting with you. Anytime I get to spend with you is uh, time well spent. So Conservakids is basically a brand we've created to help parents raise kids who love America. And we set out with the goal to just have wholesome content for children that's basically pro-Americana. It's not conservative, it's not political at all necessarily. It's just core American values like freedom and courage and hard work and family and eventually faith. That's great. I remember us having a conversation earlier on saying, hey, it's hard to make money selling books. And <laughs> books are typically a good platform to grow from. And obviously you have a platform of what you believe those American values are, which is fantastic. But I'd love to hear a little bit more of the origin story. Where were you when you were like, hey, we should we should do this. We should have this Conservative series. There wasn't a single moment per se that sticks out in my mind. Outside of maybe but, buying yeah. the domain on GoDaddy one day. There was something that prompted that, I guess. Yeah. But I have um, four kids of my own. They are seven, five, three, and two years old. And uh, we don't watch a whole lot of TV with them. But at night, they get to watch, you know, one, what they call a movie a night. And it's a 30-minute, usually a Paw Patrol or a Peppa Pig or, you know, something on Nick Jr. And I guess it was the summer of 2020 where it felt like basically the entire world was falling apart. And my wife and I were in there watching with them. And just the commercials that were being pushed on the kids were, like, entirely inappropriate. And there were things leading up to this in advance of this. But this was when I started thinking about, man, we if no one else is going to create just wholesome content that parents can let their kids enjoy without feeling like they need to be here to make sure they don't mm. see this. And I don't think the commercials are necessarily bad. The transgender person one was pretty Yeah, that was out pretty there. bad. <laughs> on, on Nick Jr., when you're talking about three-year-olds, it's that's pretty bad. And I was like, thanks, Nick Jr. I, my kids had no idea what this was, and now you've told them. And so I just really was pretty upset about that as well. And there are a number of others about climate change and other social issues that are problematic for me. And they were just um, pushing it all on your kids. They were trying to yeah, politicize sure. your children, your three-year-old. For sure. Yeah, for it's sure. nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I, I think it's inappropriate. And I, I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. I think it's inappropriate. Let's have our kids be heroes and have fun together without yeah. pushing all this social garbage on them. That's the role of parents. Yeah, I'd feel the same way if uh, there was a Trump ad on Nick Jr. It's just not appropriate. It's like, why? Agree. Why would you do that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was started thinking about ideas because I'm an idea guy and I have about 20 a minute. And um, <laughs> this one stuck with me and was just messing around with names and came up with conservative kids. And unfortunately, my viewpoint is that freedom and individual liberty and personal responsibility, the historically just core Americana 
is now predominantly conservative in the idea spectrum, which is unfortunate. But so Conservakids just worked for me as a name. And I bought the domain and sat on it for, I don't know, I could go back and look, but six months or a year trying to figure out what to do with it. And a friend of mine from college is a really gifted writer and it's been occasionally published on Red State and other conservative websites for content for adults. <laughs> uh, but he was, in my opinion, he's wasting his career away in corporate America doing something that he generally dislikes when he has a talent that's not being used because he's, he needs his job. Yeah. So I approached him and asked him to help me write the books uh, hmm. for kids. And that'd be a starting point for conservative kids. So we've written three books. He wrote two of them. And I wrote one. And yeah, here we are. That's awesome. That's awesome. So the origin story, it's you were sick and tired of seeing your kids just being pummeled with ads that that just didn't make sense to be presented to kids. It was clear indoctrination and Correct. not in a good way, <laughs> not in any sort of good way. You were not endorsing right. that parenting and uh, Nick Jr. was trying to be the parent. So you said, all right, we're going to we're going to make a change. We're going to do something different. We're going to create content that's valuable for our kids. Mm -hmm. And so when you started Conserva Kids, it seems like you just, you created it for you and for your kids. And then you're like, sure. oh, yeah, I, I want this for my kids and I'll pay what I need to pay to make it happen. And let's try to make some money on it too. We're still trying there. But yeah, yeah, still trying to. Hey, we're making money, just not enough yet. Um, right. So when it comes to the, the reason why you decided to invest in it, because I've done like a couple self-published books for my kids, written some small things just about the story of their life and that sort of thing. But I could pay $20 online to have that printed. What? Why did you say, hey, look, I'm willing to invest in this for a business. And I believe that this is worthwhile. What prompted you to, to make that decision? The idea stuck with me and that doesn't happen with most of the ideas I have. And so as I continued to contemplate it, had conversations with friends and people I trust and they're like, man, that would be incredible. Like I would buy it for mm -hmm. my kids. Yeah. And it only takes so long. We're like, well, I think there's a whole swath of the country out there who feels like there's no wholesome content for their kids that they don't have to worry about them consuming. And yeah, I decided even if we don't make money necessarily in a way that's material, like I think it's good to have parents be able to access this content. Yeah. Um, because really we need to raise kids who love America, whether you're right or left, let's raise them to have a baseline appreciation of how great this country is. Mm. And I see that just that message isn't anywhere that I can find. Hmm. So obviously from a, from a business perspective, your goal is to make money. When it comes to making decisions about the importance of our values for our kids, that obviously trumps it. I mean, in my family, that, that trumps it as well. It's like, oh, I'm sure. for my kids first and foremost about money. What would you say you have learned? From a business perspective? From a business perspective and from a just culture perspective. I think the most difficult thing for me has been just seeing the reaction that people have online. People who haven't even mm. read the books or anything like that, sending us emails that are entirely inappropriate and just seeing the hatred that people have in their hearts. It it actually has stuck with me more than I, I thought it would be like water on a duck's back, just roll right off because generally that's how I am in life. But I'm like, man, these people have so much hate in their hearts to send me these messages. Sorry, you asked what I learned. Like no, that's, that's the thing that that's sticks really, out yeah. to me is let's all be better than this as mm. a society. Because like I 
several of the people, I was like, hey, let me send you some books. I want you to read them and tell me what you think afterwards. And of course, no one ever responds because they're not interested in thoughtful dialogue there. I think what I've learned through that specifically is the concept of, of polarity in our country is maybe where we are in Texas, it's not as visible. But if we were to put New York State or I should say LA County right next door to us, there would be, it would be nuts. There would be so much animosity and we would see it very clearly. And so that just shows how much our nation has changed based off of geography. Do you think it was that way when we grew up and we just didn't know this? We didn't recognize it because we were young or do you think it's worse now? You know, that's a really good question. I would say that there's an echo chamber right now that didn't exist a long time ago. And right now it's millions of voices screaming in this echo chamber and Mm -hmm. the decibels are just getting higher and higher. I think the same sentiment was there, but there was no echo chamber. There was Mm -hmm. no way for people to express that and get validation for those feelings 20, 30 years ago. But right Mm -hmm. now there is, and that's what we're hearing because the decibels are so high. That's my assumption. Because I don't think well, humans it, have evolved to be more terrible. I think humans have right. always been bad. And it's only because of Jesus that they are not. And so I, I would say that our country is feeling it more just because we can hear more than just our immediate circle like we used to. Sure. And it's all, you can curate your own feed. Obviously, when we're talking about you investing in this, just as an average Joe, sounds great. But when... We think about how much experience you have in investing. I'd love to know why you think that this was a worthwhile investment. And maybe talk about how you aren't really looking to make a name for yourself. That the goal here is just we, we want to get this to as many people as possible. As you know, I was in the oil and gas world for a long time. Spent most of my career there and was fortunate to acquire some acreage that would later become world-class acreage. And I was able to sell that for more money than I would ever need. And um, ever since then have been investing in real estate and startup companies here and there and chasing other wild ideas I have. And so really there was no need for me to start conserving kids financially. It was really from a return on investment perspective, probably a poor decision, except for I thought it was important to give parents a place to go for content that they can trust and be confident in and and their kids will enjoy and, you know, be able to read without being indoctrinated in any way other than leaving with the knowledge that America is awesome Hmm. and we should be thankful to be Americans. So do you feel like from a a lessons learned in business, there's anything Mm -hmm. that you would have, would do differently now that you've gotten, I mean, we started this in essentially, September timeframe launched Mm -hmm. with Ben Shapiro in February. And for all the listeners out there, Robert is one of the most humble, kind-hearted and quiet people that you would ever meet. And from um, just the fact that he was willing to join me on the podcast today is is pretty, pretty powerful. But when it comes to the lessons learned and how you see that impacting the future, what what does that look like for you? I I think what I wish I would have done differently is I wish I would have set clear metrics of success before we started because now I'm in a place where like, is this working? I don't know. What, how do you define working? What is success here? Because I guess this is a little bit more unique in the sense that like the goal is not just profit and it's metric of the combination of profit and 
just um, getting the books out there. No, that's I'm not that's, ready to answer. I'm not ready to answer what I've learned yet. That actually brings up a really valuable point. That when you go into a new venture, it's important to to set in your mind where the goalposts are and where the yard lines are. If you don't know if you're making progress down the field, if you don't know if you've scored a touchdown, then sure. what's the point of doing it? So that's a right. pretty valuable lesson to learn through that. And from a perspective of making sure that we're getting the message out there, I feel very proud of how many people have heard the message. We're in the tens of millions now in regard to impressions. It's a matter of, all right, how do we tie that to a change in our society? Because mm-hmm. I think that's the root. Well, mm-hmm. knowing that we have these books and thousands of people's hands. We have these these books that are going to be impacting future generations just because of these lessons learned. That right there is a success. I think we all can say that if we're in business, then we want to make a difference. If you don't want to make a difference, then more than likely you're not going to succeed because you're just in it for the money and money is a very bad goal. If money is the goal, you'll never be content. You'll never find contentment. You'll get the money that you thought you wanted and then by that point in time, you'll just want more. Yeah. You'll never find lasting contentment there. Yeah. So I have a very long list of goals in life. But when I run my businesses, it's never a money goal. Yes, we set targets and things along those lines just because you have to in order to have a financial model. But what we determine as success is, are we maintaining our values in business? Are mm. our clients saying consistently, saying, hey, y'all have integrity. You are embodying the the core values that we've talked about on several episodes already of integrity and entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. excellence. And for those listening, I would just say, y'all need to make sure that when you are growing your business, you're growing your business with a very clear goal in mind that is not only financially uh, motivated. So as a seasoned business owner, you have a lot of experience as being just a guy. For folks who are wanting to run a good business where they maintain their values and where it's a successful business venture, what would you tell them as maybe not just an exclusive lesson learned here at Conserva Kids, but but overall, what, what have you learned? I guess for me, you have to know who you are and know what is ultimately important to you in life. And for me, you know, like I follow Jesus. I'm a Christian and I try to live that out in every aspect of my life. And if there's any arena or circumstance where there's tension there, I will always, I hope, my intent is to always follow the teaching of scripture. So if that's who I am as a person, then the decisions made from the business world um, or from a business perspective are really easy because I know Mm. who I am and who I follow. And so without that, it's really hard for me to give advice of well, how do I make sure that I do everything ethically and all this stuff. If you don't have the baseline truth of scripture in your life, I don't know, like what's your tagline if you don't have that. So for me, you know, knowing who you are, what you're pursu- ultimately pursuing uh, makes decisions in business pretty easy. When it comes to just the steps moving forward for anyone who is thinking, okay, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now? Because you could have chosen to invest in so many different um, avenues outside of conservative kids. I put that money in real estate and 
uh, a new venture. I know you're working on some really cool stuff with meat subscriptions and all of the above. What would you encourage um, someone to do if they're on the fence about where to put their money when they're trying to decide, okay, because you've invested in numerous different startups, as you mentioned earlier. If someone's trying to figure out, all right, what do I do next? Let's just say they, they do hold to that value of they love Jesus and they want to honor him with their business. Mm-hmm. How would you go about encouraging them in that journey of making the right decision of where to invest their money? So it doesn't matter to me if you've been entrusted with a lot or a little, mm-hmm. like if your goal is to ultimately honor the Lord with your finances, investing prayerfully is the only way to go about that. And I think people experience intuition in different ways. But to me, a lot of my strong intuition comes from the Lord. This has been so helpful. I know that it's been a little glitchy in regard to our tech today, but I have no doubt that this is going to be a huge encouragement for um, everyone who is listening in as an entrepreneur, as a follower of Jesus, and wanting to honor the Lord with how they run their business. Do you do you feel like there is something that you consistently lean on? I know we can easily say, yeah, we'll just spend time in prayer or something like that. But is there a verse or a specific passage that you lean on as a business owner when it comes to how you deal in business or just how you run your life and your family? I can't point to one just right off the bat, but I have surrounded myself with solid believers who pursue the Lord with their lives and we're in constant contact and encouraging each other. And uh, to me, that's a very valuable asset for anyone to have in their life. Love it. Robert, thank you so much for joining us today on Good Business. And I'm excited to, to share this with the world. And everyone who tunes in today, I just would encourage you guys go to theconservakids.com. And if y'all have any kids, under the age of nine, this book, these books are for y'all. And I have no doubt that your kids are going to love them. And Ben Shapiro from the Daily Wire even says so. So if he says it, it must be gospel fact. There's a little sarcasm there, just so you guys know. But it absolutely is true. My, my kids love it. And I know yours will too. So Robert, thank you for all you're doing to, to sacrifice. That's what you're doing day in, day out. Every minute you spend in conservatives is a sacrifice for our country, for the future generations who are not going to be indoctrinated with all of the crazy ideologies of far right or far left. But what this is going to to be doing is um, teaching our kids the value of, of true patriotism, the value of true bravery and of having that courage and family and, and so many good values. So definitely recommend you guys check that out. And we'll see you guys next week on Good Business. If you like this podcast, please subscribe now and share with your friends, family, and other business leaders. You can learn more about each guest and the resources we discuss at www.claybon.com. And if you're a business leader looking to market your business and share your story, check out my company, Reverent, at www.reverent.media. We'll see you next time on Good Business. Good Business.